Do you want to be inspired by other brilliant business owners? Find out how and why they set their brilliant businesses up. Discover some of the triumphs and struggles they face along the way. If so, then you are in the right place. Welcome to the Brilliant Businesses Podcast. We interview business owners to find out their story and journey as to how they set their businesses up. We believe that story is an important way of making their businesses shine, and we share those stories on this podcast. Keep building those brilliant businesses. So good morning, everyone. Welcome to a Brilliant Businesses podcast. Um, I'm delighted to be here today with uh, Bemi Shita. Uh, Bemi has got um, a, a selection of businesses that she's been working on, um, and she's going to tell us all about it. Um, but first, we're going to start in true Brilliant Businesses style by Bemi telling us a bit how it all came about. Tell us about your journey and, and why you set these businesses up. Hi, Nick. Hi. Um, you know, we have discussed before recording, the businesses are very different in nature. Um, a street academy in Homestead Limited is completely different from I Have a Lifestyle, and I Have a Lifestyle is completely different from Sweet of Things. Um, so, with a street academy in Homestead Limited, it's a, an academy where we teach English language to non speakers of the language, and we also provide what we call homestead accommodation. So, what homestead accommodation is, in essence, is you know, you stay in a private individual's home. So we provide them with a full experience of the British culture. Okay. Not just learning English, but also living that British experience. Um, how I got into that, I myself was a host family. So I, many years ago, um, got approached by a company who said, would you like to host some international students? And I thought, oh yeah, why not? I, you know, I opened my doors to some teenagers, young persons who were looking to you know, have that experience here. And um, I learned quite a lot from them. Yeah. Um, I learned that you don't necessarily have to go to another country to learn the, the culture and yeah. learn, learn about it. And I quite enjoyed the experience because they were learning English and I have you know, a penchant for language. I, um, I have a legal background, so I'm quite, you know, I would say so, even I say so myself, strong <laughs> <Good for you. laughs> with English language. Yeah. So I started off teaching them, you know, just correcting them subtly, you know, how to say things better, how to pronounce better, mm. how to use tenses better. And um, over a period of time, you know, hosting this young person, I kind of enjoyed the fact that, you know, I was teaching them English. Yeah. I thought, okay. Why not just go and enroll <laughs> in a course and do, you know? And I went. I went and did the course to teach English language as a second uh, English as a second language, and um, that was it. So I started teaching, and it just morphed into this business. I thought, mm. okay, I could do it on a bigger platform, and that was it. It was me opening my doors to young people, teaching them English within my home, getting the qualification, and then just turning it into a business. And that was how Astute Academy and Homes Limited was born. And um, I feel so rewarded that I can also give other people that opportunity to experience what I experienced because you make friendships for life, you I know. Bet, yeah. Yes, the host families are, you know, it's a, an additional income, it's tax-free income for the host families. Um, the young people have a fantastic experience living in a home mm. as opposed to living in a hotel or B and B. So it's somewhat a symbiotic relationship. And I have my first young ladies who I hosted so many years ago, we're still in touch till today. 
day. Excellent. So they were teenagers back then and yeah. now they've gotten married, they've gotten their own families and kids and they've kind of taken me through the journey. So you do bring um, build friendships for life. Yeah. So what area is this in? Is this in only in a certain area or, or can, uh, is it UK-wide or just um, Well, we are a small company. So mm. we started off in London with the one centre. Um, now in London we have three centres. We have one in Ashford in Kent. We okay. have one in Milton Keynes and one in Brighton. But of course we're looking to grow. Yeah. So if we find, um, you know, any host family who's interested in hosting or accommodating this, you know, these young persons mm. and can also um, double as what we call a local organiser who's familiar with a local neighbourhood and can find a couple of or a number of host families, we'll be happy to open centres in those areas too. Yeah. So we're hoping at some point to become nationwide, not just <laughs> in different, you know, in small pockets around you. the area. And, and that, sounds, that sounds like it's grown organically, really, with just your experience of going through it and um, enjoying what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I speak you do it. And those um, families and the people that are going into the homestays, um, they create relationships as well. Um, mm-hmm. And it's all, I guess it's quite relationship building the whole process really it is yes which, it which is. brings confidence as well doesn't it it is yes mm. because when I first started hosting them myself my children had never been to South America they still haven't been to South America right. but they know quite a lot about the culture and this came from two young South American ladies that we hosted so many years ago and we still maintain relationships with them and I find when I speak to my host families as well it's the same thing mm. you have um, Chinese students come the culture is completely different you know they get mm. excited about having cereal for breakfast because they'll have <laughs> something different you know yeah. and they talk about it they talk about how you know it's diff- our culture is different you can talk to your parents in a different manner as opposed to their culture and it's so rewarding getting to learn so much and getting to teach them so much not just the English language but about different cultures mm. and yes it's it's really rewarding that's, 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 that sounds really good and really interesting to, to people all over the world really I guess it so is. how do you recruit um, how do you get people um, to come up to come over and to I mean are they already in the UK or do you market abroad or so um, it's they come from different parts of the world they're okay. not they're not already in the UK okay. they usually have an affiliation with the UK but we deal with what we call agents in their country who are usually multilingual okay. that helps with the translation and and the business transactions mm. okay and COVID threw a spanner in the works for it, didn't Absolutely. it, really? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So how are you dealing with that now? How are you getting through it? Um, so we, we've we always provided a bespoke service, which is yep. you come in in person, um, school groups of 50, 100 sometimes that are split into little smaller groups, or, you know, the professional who wants to come in and brush up their English. So yeah. it's it was in person. They come physically. They learn the English. In some cases, they don't actually want to learn. They don't want to have formal learning uh, sessions. They just want to go and see the signs and uh, sounds of sights and sounds of, of the local community. Yeah. Um, but of course COVID happened and mm. we haven't had international travel mm. per se and schools were had to shut down so we've now kind of morphed into online teaching okay. so all we're able to do at the moment is teach English online however we're hoping that the world opens back properly and we're very optimistic for 2022. Yeah 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 that's a, yeah, a good a good a good springboard for you to start on from what you did before. Um, well, I, I think we should go through the other businesses yeah. as well. I mean, that's a, a great um, um, background on Astute Home Home. Home Academy, Homestay. Home. Um, but Ayaba Lifestyle? Yeah. You can tell us a bit about that? So Ayaba Lifestyle um, is a community of people looking to live a sustainable, healthier lifestyle. Ayaba is actually a West African 
word. Okay. It's two words morphed into one. So Aya means wife. Oba is Aya Oba. Oba means king. So it means wife of a king. In essence, it means queen. Okay. Um, I don't know why I picked that name, <laughs> but maybe I fancied myself as a queen. <laughs> yes. <And why laughs> but <not? laughs> I have to highlight the fact that it's not just for women. Okay. <laughs> but right. um, yeah, I just, I don't know. That's how the name came about. Sometimes a, a good name just grabs you, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, why, absolutely. Why yeah. Um, so I Have a Lifestyle is a community of people looking to live a sustainable, healthier lifestyle. And when we talk about lifestyle, we don't mean, pe- when people hear that, they think, oh, do you want to lose weight? No, it's got nothing to do with that. Okay. Well, it has a bit, but that's just a minute aspect. Okay. We look at lifestyle from a holistic perspective, the physical the mental, the emotional. So any, all those looking to live, you know, they've got common interests, looking to live happier, healthier, sustainable, um, add value to the community, you know. It's mm. just a community of people, like-minded people like that. Mm. Um, so it started off as, I think... My friends and family said, you need to do something about all this knowledge that you have in terms of, you know, how to live healthy, how to do things healthier. Um, and because, again, from a legal background, I have a strong, um, I'm able to re- do research. So I'm always reading and learning and okay. doing research on different aspects. It don't necessarily have to make sense, but mm. I just catch latch onto something and I'm researching it. Mm. Um, so there's lots of um, residual knowledge. And I thought, you know, they said to me, you need to do something about it. So when COVID happened, I thought, yes, now it's a time for me to actually do something about it. Yeah. So the staff at um, Astute actually volunteered their time okay. into reaching out to the local community, um, seeing what we could do, how we could educate them, how we could bring people together. And that's how it was eventually born. Okay. So we it's self-funded. We started just within our local community. Um, only recently we thought, okay, it's beginning to grow because we're supporting different charities. Okay. Um, we support the Sue Ryder Foundation. So we signpost pe- um, people. Do- you don't have to be a member of a community for us to signpost you. No, okay. So we signpost um, people to their bereavement counseling. And they have qualified counselors who would, um, you know, counsel you or support you okay. along that journey. Um, we support. So we started off supporting as a, an individual business the. Um, Deadfoot branch of the Salvation Army, the food bank, by donating. And we thought, okay, so as a company, we can only donate so much, you know. What else can we do? Um, So we started canvassing around the local businesses to say, listen, the community needs your help. Mm. We're all going through the same thing now, more than ever. Um, People have lost their jobs, people on zero-hour contracts, and, you know, people are losing their homes. Mm. The least we can do is, you know, you know support support them so yeah we did sort of using the community to do that tapping into that which is um, a good approach because we're all in it together right it is absolutely Mm. and we support other charities as well I thought okay so now we're getting bigger we need a bigger platform so we made the decision to uh, register as a community interest company so now we're officially a CIC non-for-profit and yes we're just trying to do what we can in the the community yeah and again I guess um, marketing that within the community you use Facebook groups uh, social media yes we do have an Instagram channel Mm -hmm. Uh, we have Facebook um, we're on Twitter as well, and then we have a website. Yes, of course, yeah, yes. yeah, and all the information is on the website about what how people can get involved. 
um, and with that. Okay, so that sounds like that that came out on the on the back of the other business, really born 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 through that um, as, as a as an extension, really. Um, well, I think it's an extension of me, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> of my ethos and yeah. you, what I feel that because everybody's we're all created for a purpose, yeah. and I think that one of my my purpose is probably adding value because I get that sense of achievement when I when I've added value to anything or anyone yeah. and I think that was where it was born from yeah. but um, my staff were used as the in- were used as the instrument to make it happen okay. they were very vital in making sure that we were able to reach out to the community so yeah. I think without them yes we wouldn't have been able to reach the point where we are now yeah so what makes you tick is 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 the purpose in it all and, and, and yes. getting grips with it and the research by the sounds of things. That yes. Very enjoyable for you. Yeah, the research yeah. just helps me do what I think yeah. um, um, my purpose is. Mm. So I, I pick on any topic and I just sit down and I go like a dog yeah. with a bone and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've yeah. got to get to the bottom of it. Yeah, yeah. excellent. Yes. Excellent. Okay, so we'll move on to the to the third business, um, sweet dough things. Yes, another <laughs> business which is completely different yeah. to the other the other two. Mm. Um, so sweet dough things is essentially a retail, a sweet treat retail business. Okay. So we sell sweets and treats, just like the name implies. We sell sweets and dough things. Okay. Um, again. Um, falling for on the sustainability route, we are eco friendly. Yep. We source our products, our products ethically. We're very aware of the carbon footprint. Um, our sweets, uh, like I said, ethically sourced, and we have a large free from range. Um, we don't believe that you should cut everything out. Um, you know, you can still have treats if you're living sustainably and healthier. Mm. Um, everything in moderation, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And our packaging <laughs> is um, biodegradable. Okay. And recyclable. Okay. So yes, it is is a sweet and sweet treat company, but we're also very conscious of the environment, mm. and also we empower people by giving jobs to young persons. I'm very particular about young persons. I have a passion for helping them. Yeah. I'm a mother of two beautiful teenagers myself. Okay. Um, and the potential these young people have is enormous, yeah. and we tend to forget that. Yeah. Um. So yes, we we have a, a staff. We uh, are young. We have um, interns, young people. Yeah. Some interns. Our last one, I think, left left last week. Okay. Um. We have apprentices, and um, we were part. Of, we were part of the Kickstart scheme. You know. Oh yes. The yeah. young persons who won universal credit, giving them jobs. Mm. Yeah, I mean, some of those kids, they just need some help, don't they? They just they need a, um, a, a leg up sometimes. Yes, they um, need direction. Yeah, they need a yeah, routine. Yeah. Some of them have lived in homes where they haven't seen any better. They just need a role model or a mm. mentor to put them in the right direction. Mm. They have those dreams, but they need someone to just sometimes kick, give them a kick up yeah. the backside to yeah. do it. Yeah. And it's it's in the, the, the their potential is enormous. Mm. You see them from the first day, how they morph and change and develop from the first day they walk through the door right. and within weeks um there was one of my staff i thought when he f- on his first day he was a bull in a china store <laughs> he was like well you know just yeah. he wasn't sure but he's still with me today six months on i'm so impressed with his growth he has gone so far Excellent. you know the and that for me that's the achievement that's rewarding isn't yeah it? yeah yeah so the shop um it's an online shop people can it go is. on there and look at the products and yes. just order through the shop yes um at uk. yes we also do events we do corporate events we do weddings we do anniversaries anything it is we have these retro sweet carts yeah they're absolutely amazing they're beautiful okay and they add you know we um decorate them to your theme 
to your right. color scheme, whatever you want. And they add just a little, you know, oomph to the whole celebration. Yeah, yeah. So what does the future hold for you? What, what What's next? Just just pushing your businesses, letting them grow? and Yes, yeah. that's it. Letting them yeah. grow. Yeah. Um, putting the word out there that we are here, mm. you know. Um, we are looking for partnerships in terms and collaborations in terms of what we can do okay. like-minded people who they're looking to add value to the community be it local or national you know anything we can do to help okay. um yeah it's just getting stronger building stronger helping more people that we can help adding value and of course making a bit of profit too of course <laughs> yes there's always that as well um I, I generally ask ask this question to people about what they what they get from it most and what they enjoy from it the most. But I think you've already answered that question. I have, <laughs> yes, I have. But I can reiterate it. It's yeah. just that adding value, you yeah. know, seeing the changes that you're making mm. in an individual mm. and the knock on effect that it has is yeah. really rewarding. Yeah. How long have you been in business? Oh. <laughs> I think I was born into business. How about you? <laughs> um, I've been for quite a number of years now. So my first company was incorporated in 2015. Okay. But prior to that, I was um, a sole trader. Okay. So kind yeah. of always. Always working for yes. yourself. Yes. Yeah. yeah, good for you. Um, well, thank you very much for, for telling me all those all those stories and about all the businesses you've been successfully running. Um, it's really interesting. And um, if anyone wants to get in touch with Bemi, all the details will be on this podcast at the bottom of this video and on our, um, on our YouTube channel. So... Uh, I say once again, thank you for joining me, Bemi. Thank you for it's, having me, Nick. It's been great to meet you. Thank and, you. Um, we look forward to, to hearing from you again, perhaps in another podcast soon. Um, thanks very much for listening. If you like what we're doing, please subscribe to us. And um, we'll catch you on another podcast soon. Thanks very much.